He is sharp, intensely probing, and detail-oriented and focused. This is a man who is sharp, who is on top of his game, who knows what's going on. This guy's tough. He's smart. He's on his game. His mental acuity is great. This is a very sharp president. This is a man that's on his game. President Biden is absolutely fit. There's, there's not a problem. He's sharp. He's fit. He's always answering questions. He is on the ball. He was sharper than anyone I've spoken to. He is sharp. Uh, he is on top of things. There's no doubt in my mind that the president is mentally fit for office. Biden has proven himself to have a strong memory. He's completely mentally fit. He's at the top of his game. I gotta go get that full song. I got it off of YouTube, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree, and you are looking live at two awesome, good-looking dudes. Look at this. <laughs> look at it. Just, just, just look at them. I know it's before lunch, but look at them. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree, uh, and we are the Wayne Dupree broadcast. Let me introduce the godfather of conservative radio, Mr. Hutch Baylor Jr. Hello, everybody. And now you can see that I have a face for radio. (laughs) (laughs) And we also have the baby of the bunch, Mr. Jason Robinson. What's up, Jay? Hey, hey, hey. Just sitting here chilling, enjoying some split rock coffee. Wayne, you don't know where I can get any of that, do you? You know, um, it's so... I'm so happy you brought that up because Split Rock Coffee is so good. I mean, you can go to splitrockcoffee.com and use the promo code WD show. And like we have said uh, on previous shows, it's low acidity. I don't know any other coffee that can claim that or that they say anything about that. They might be that, but they don't say anything. But if you go to splitrockcoffee.com and you watch some of their videos about how they make their coffee and stuff, they give you a deep dive into what is going on. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like when I look at it, I'm like, man, I'm about to get some, man, I'm about to get some good stuff here. You know what I'm saying? But then again, I've all, I've also said, this is the only coffee I know that I can drink black every day. Every other color, I mean, every other coffee, I put cream in. This is the only one that I can drink black and not, you know, go through those side effects. It's really good. It's really good. No, it is. And you know, you know, it's a, a disabled veteran-owned company, right? And, and veterans, especially, I mean, I guess in all services, but I can only speak to the army. Uh, when we're out there in the field for thirty days or however long. 
you're out in the field and uh, coffee is like a, it can be 110 degrees outside and I'm drinking coffee. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. And after about 10 or 15 cups, boy, that Maxwell house will wear you out. And I mean, you get a heartburn and everything else, you know, but this is uh this is a really mild, mild acidity. I love it. And I got to say, get the medium roast. If you really want to have a good caffeine buzz, I'm drinking dark roast today. So I'll be nice and calm. Um, Oh, that's weird. Are we live? Yes. Yeah. Why? Twitter's not showing the video. I'll just have to power through it. Oh, it's on your Twitter feed. I don't see it. Well, I got it. Are you it. sure? Yeah. Are you sure? 100%. Then they're, screwing, then they're screwing with me again. Oh, you know what? I got to go to replies, right? No, I don't see it. Wow. Okay. Well, no, I did. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm even looking on... I'm even looking on my phone. Well, that's weird. I, I can't even retweet it. Um, okay, so we, um, we're getting ready to have a guest on uh, at, the, at, at, at the bottom of the hour. Oh, yeah, us handsome fellows, we're playing. No, that's yesterday. Look yeah, at my hat. Look at my shirt. Oh, oh, weird. Let me do something here. But we are live on Rumble. Giddy up. We are live on Rumble. Record locally for each participant. Okay. Um, okay, so we got um Dan Schneider who's coming on. You know, we talk about um we talk about how conservatives are targeted by big time tech companies and with AI coming out and doing what they're doing, they have like baked in the, the bias against conservative media. So, you know, I've, I mean, I've heard somebody, people, I haven't used Twitter's AI like that, but I've heard people talk about Twitter's AI and, oh yeah, I forgot. Elon Musk wants everybody to stop calling it Twitter, but I can't. Um, But even other AI platforms, they have a, you know, that that liberal bias side. So when you ask a question about what you got, it starts pointing at Washington Post, NPR, those type of things. It doesn't point to uh, conservative media in that way. Now, it might talk about conservative media in a bad light, but it it really target. I mean, it's really trying to cut the legs out, almost like what you remember what Biden and the administration did to um, did to Russia when Ukraine started fighting them. They shut off all communications coming out. Well, 
anything that was coming out of Russia, they shut it off. If you said anything about what Russia was talking about, they shut you down. You know, and that's almost what is happening over here. And Jay, you 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 um you work in that type of department. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, what what you guys have to realize is there's hard censorship and soft censorship. Hard censorship is where they just take you off of platforms. And like Hutch has talked about it on his podcast, where all of a sudden you go, one day it's gone. And a Facebook page, same thing. Um, soft censorship is what you see on other platforms like Twitter, where they'll let you be on the platform. They just don't pay you as much based on the topics that you want to talk about. So if you want to talk about the corrupt government, congratulations, you don't make much money. If you want to talk about you know, how great Joe Biden is, congratulations, they pay you a lot of money in ad revenue. And that's and now it's starting to branch into AI, which what most people don't realize, most of these AI models scrub the internet. And that's mm-hmm. how they learn in quotes about different topics. So if you look at any like chat GPT or those sorts of things, they're going to go to the mainstream sources to gather their information. And that's how they'll learn and report on a subject. So if all these mainstream sources are controlled by the liberal regime and they spin things a certain way, that's why when you when you use an AI model, it will it will use what they say to to form its opinion. Just like a lot of brainless people who only watch mainstream media. I think the term AI is a poor term. Mm. Uh, it's it's not intelligence. AI is a tape recorder. Right. That's all AI is. AI, AI is searching with key, with keywords. You know, so whatever you put into it, that's what you're going to get out. Like if you remember when we first started on automation uh, in business and professional life, uh, the term was garbage in, garbage out. You know, you put a bunch of garbage in a database, anything you get out of that database is going to be tainted. And that's the way AI is going to be exploited. It already has been. That makes any sense. Yeah. Um, Let's do this. Oh, by the way, um, I did. I guess I found out what's going on. I don't know what's going on, but (laughs) I like working on stuff while I'm doing this thing and stuff. Um, I went into the media producer on Twitter and I see the video there. I just don't see it on my timeline. So I clicked on the video itself. And now I'm sharing from inside a producer. It just didn't post on thing, but however it is, uh, we got we got some more phone calls uh, overnight. Somebody, um, Paige, Paige called us at three this morning. <laughs> oh my god! Three this morning. So um, I, Wait, I wanna, was up um, doing graphics. <laughs> yes, I was. Um, let me let me play these three because again, if uh, if you want to have your voice heard here on the Wayne Dupree show, we are taking your phone calls, and we I mean honestly, we really want to hear from you because honestly, I I really think y'all are smarter than uh, smarter than the 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 people in Washington. I mean, I, I've always thought that actually, I've always thought that y'all were smarter than the people in D.C. And y'all had better solutions. You know what I'm saying? They had, 
they had, they had better solutions. So let me, um, this is, this is Paige. Yes. Um, I'd like to leave a comment for the luxury apartment, um, issue that I've read about on, uh, oh, social media. And so I'd like to leave that comment. Appreciate you allowing me to do this. This is, um, real quick. The luxury apartment that she's talking about is uh, in New York. They're giving my um, illegals uh, luxury apartments while they're keeping other people. In, I mean, I mean, like stone floors, like type deal. They're giving them that. Uh, and I put that question out over social media, and Paige is speaking about. As an American, I'd love to have my voice heard. That doesn't happen all that much. I'm a regular person, and here I go. This is a tale as old as time. You have illegal aliens coming in, breaking into our country illegally, you know, breaking our laws, and now they get to live in a nice apartment, unlike anything most of us Americans have ever seen. They are taking a piece of the crime pie. Then you have the contractors who are putting these apartment buildings together, these marble bathroom apartments and they get their piece of the pie probably not even a, you know it's probably no bid contract so you know they get their piece of the crime pie and then you have the politicians that are involved in this in our government who also you know get their piece of the crime pie and all these people are lining their pockets at the expense of the American citizen such as myself and we don't appreciate it but we will have our day in court, and this will be corrected and things handled appropriately because we are citizens. We are not third world people. We are not criminals. We are not animals or savages. I've seen some of those NYPD videos where the police officers are getting beat up, yeah. and it's all so wrong, all of it is also wrong. But our day's coming. In this country, we're allowed to vote. And hopefully it won't be stolen again, like 2020. But this November, we're going to go, you know, go out and vote for the greatest president this country's ever had, Donald J. Trump. And he will give us, you know, he will complete his promises, as he always does. He has promised that he'll take care of us, take care of our nation, and make us great again. And that includes our judicial system, which right now is pretty messed up and being used against him as well as the American public. But I believe I have to have faith in our, you know, rule of law, our system, and in the president that will be sitting there come next year. He'll follow up. Okay. So thoughts real quick. I don't know if it's going to get settled in court, but it's going to get settled somehow. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, we got one more shot, one more <laughs> shot at elections. I like when you said that. Cause I'm like, Oh man, there we go. One more um, shot. This is the last. If this election doesn't work out right, forget elections. 
Yeah. Well, and it's funny. We're working on a piece on the American Tribune how this is just a large wealth transfer. Part like we all know about the voting, the bringing the illegals in, but people are really overlooking the wealth transfer. So if you are a big apartment building owner in or own a hotel in New York, they the federal government is going to pay these developers over market price for these hotel rooms, and they guarantee they'll fill them top to bottom. Mm -hmm. And all that money's coming from the government going into these developers. These developers then support the politicians that are doing it. And, you know, the, they're making them three meals a day. You know, now you've got a food contractor and, and it, it, it is a huge wealth transfer and the money's going out of America's coffers into the hands of rich and powerful people, almost like the military industrial complex where it, and it is funny, people haven't explored that, but if you look like that's what's happening, you know, if you own a hotel, Hey, do I want to work with the government and have my whole hotel filled up top to bottom for the next year for, you know, they, there's reports that hotel rooms that would go for 150, $160 a night, they're paying $300 a night for. And I mean, they're guaranteeing people. You got to try, you got to see in New York, 300, you get in the basement. Right. Wow. There are thousands. Yeah. You know, there's an added there's an added facet to that too. Uh, I read an article this morning. People in New York, especially in New York City, mm -hmm. uh, property owners like that hotel owner you're talking about, but but more importantly, the bodega owner, the hot dog shop owner, the small business owner, that maybe the guy that's the landlord that has four or five rental properties, they're going to pay for all that with property taxes. These people's taxes in New York, some of them they're all going up, every one of them. But yep. some of them are going up 75%. Wow. I mean, it's going to be, you're going to watch Escape from New York is going to happen. Wow. Oh, speaking about Escape from New York, we did a show yesterday about uh, the trucker situation. They backed him down, didn't they? Somehow they did it. Now, you know, he you know he came out and uh, he, he even deleted his tweet. Yeah. He even deleted his tweet. He said his family, uh, you know, so, I mean, I, look, family always comes first. Family always comes first. You know, we say the same thing about Ross Perot, but um, family always comes first. But, man, when you start messing with that type of stuff, and, I mean, with New York, I mean. You know, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking in my own, my own situation, because I got to. Nobody, my family wants to stay here. Everybody except me in the family wants to stay in, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The boss man is moving out of Pennsylvania if, <laughs> if, if a couple things happen. Now, I ain't leaving yet, but if my taxes start going up 75%, I paid $2,000 city tax a couple weeks ago. City tax for the schools, the failing schools, and the, the freaking Carnegie Library. Andrew Carnegie donated these libraries, and now I got to pay taxes on them. Yeah, you know what? That's messed up. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, you know, sometimes you say family's first. That's true, but sometimes dad got to take charge of the family. I understand. I, I do. I understand. Well, and back to the trucker. I mean, if they shut down trucking to New York City, it's going to make Escape from New York City look like look like a comedy. I mean, it's yeah. going to be horrible, and. 
we learned it from Trump. You can't rise up against the regime without expecting the blowback. And the guy was too successful. His message got out too strong. It was starting to take off. And, and you know, someone somewhere picked up a phone, said, whoa, 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 back up the train. We can't have this. Yeah, somebody got to that Chicago guy. Yep. Yeah. Um, another, uh, let's see. We go, Oh, oh, well, uh, let's do this. Let's let's play this one. And then um, we got one for J-Rob. And um, I'll save the video for later. Yeah, Wayne. This is the Bald Eagle. I used Bald to be a truck driver. I retired. You know what? Mega Republicans are strong. We'll be strong. Stay strong. I like you three guys. They're great. But they need to do New York. And what we have in the White House, they don't care about Americans. They just soon see us dead. Yep. But they don't understand. We won't quit fighting. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. Bye. Bye. And then uh, we got one for J-Rock. Uh, yes, sir. Mr. Dupree, um, I would like to leave a message for J-Rob and just ask him if y'all get time on one of your shows, if he can explain the Rico case in Georgia, the one that's falling apart. I still don't understand that, and I've tried to read it, and I'm not as smart as J-Rob. If y'all get a chance oh, on one of your shows. Love this show. One of your biggest fans. Thanks. Bye. And thank you, dear. <laughs> well, I uh, I appreciate her saying I'm smart, but uh, um, I just read a lot. So to give a quick, here's the quick and dirty. Thanks for your message, by the way. Um, Rico is uh, laws that were passed kind of to go after the mob. It's called Racketeering Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act. So what it does, it allows you to punish offenders engaging criminal activities like racketeering. So, for example, if you have a criminal enterprise, let's say you're a drug dealer, and you have all the guys working for you and the distributors, all that can get looped into a case, a racketeering case. What they're trying to say is that President Trump was breaking the law when it comes to election integrity. He was trying to steal the vote or that sort of thing, uh, false electors. But instead of being able to charge him criminally, they're charging him under this RICO statute, which means they're treating it like a criminal organization, like he was a drug dealer. So kind of the equivalent is if you were a drug dealer and they charge you, like you just get charged for what you did, if it's a RICO charge, you get charged for like what the whole organization did and the punishment's a lot worse. Why is it falling apart? Well, really, it's kind of all, all these Trump cases are like untested legal theory, meaning they're applying the laws in ways they've never tried to apply them before. And th that's why they're just wild. Um, the second thing is Fannie Willis. It turns out she is more corrupt than President Trump. And her hearing's continuing today, but Fanny basically, uh, the guy she hired to prosecute this organized crime case, uh, turned out she was sleeping with him ahead of time. He was sweetening up to her so that he could get this contract. She paid him like double 
what the top RICO lawyers in the state would want. And, and so she she's going to get kicked off the case, I'm pretty confident. I don't think the case will go away unless yes, they can't find a prosecutor to take it. So. Well, one thing you have to do is, to, in order for it to work, this is why it's going to be hard, uh, if there's an honest jury. Right. Because uh, Rico, Rico was designed for organized crime, for, for the Italian mafia, because they can blame the boss. In, in organized crime, there's a thing called omerta, where nobody says anything. So you get a guy that murdered somebody on the street. He goes to jail for 10 years for murder, but the mob boss is still up there calling the shots. So all they have to do, what they have to do in a RICO case, in Trump's case, they have to identify an organization. If they can identify an organization, then everybody goes. But if they can't do it, then it's just individual. That's why you've got Trump election aides and different other people in the trial, because all they got to do is find one of them guilty of something. And if they go the Rico way, they can get the mob boss, Donald Trump, to go to jail for it. And uh, it was really a, the only people that ever got nailed with Rico are Italians and blacks up until this. This is something that uh, the Democrat Party ought to be charged with a Rico crime. But you know, uh, yeah, um, speak about Italians and blacks. And there was another, oh, and the mafia thing that I Godfather Conservative Radio. You know, yesterday I, I came across um, a quick rundown of The Godfather on YouTube. Of all the movies, they just put Michael Corleone in there from here to here. That's one of the best goddamn movies I ever, I mean, seriously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that movie changed mob guys. Yeah, I yep. bet it did. I bet it, it, it did. really did. I mean, and, and I mean the way because because you had some real like type stuff in there mixed yeah. in with nonfiction type of stuff, but you know you're looking at it, he's like, huh? I mean this, but it was family though, you know it's family too. But Joe, like, Joe Colombo was right on the on the site on the scene. Yeah. I mean they, they were they were part of the consulting. That's why you never heard the word mafia in those movies. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Or La Cosa Nostra, nothing. Right. Because the mob said, don't do it. I got to say, I wish our government wouldn't have learned so much from the mob about how to run things. Because <laughs> right That's now. That's true, too. That's true, too. I, yeah, I mean, true. like the trucker we were talking about, what do you suppose the odds are? His phone didn't ring, and it wasn't some inspector saying, hey, did you know it's been a while since your truck was inspected? Oh, by the way. One of our guys just looked at your tires. Your tires are getting a little bald. Looks like you got a turn signal out. Do you know what the penalty is for that? No, no, no. It's not the $100 your turn signal's out. You're endangering the safety of other people. That's a that's a $100,000 fine. And you and you we'll take that truck. We'll take that truck in collateral. Right. Or, or this one. How's your wife, Judy? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, Um. We saw that your daughter. I, um, we know your daughter has a soccer game on Thursday. Damn! <laughs> you wake wake up in the morning. Who the hell is that dead lady in my bed, man? What? Right. <laughs> well, if you look at it, like what they're doing to Trump is a mob hit. You know sure, what I mean? Yeah, yeah they're just yeah, using the yeah. courts. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and Hutch made a good point too with the Rico thing. 
they're trying to charge any crimes anybody did underneath yeah. him in the organization. That's the whole key to it. Even if he didn't know about it, if they can establish this was a criminal organization, they can charge him with whatever nonsense anybody below did. So, yeah, it's kind of wild. Yeah, they did some bad things back in the day. Rico was one of them. Three strikes it, you're out was another one. Yep. And it's sad because at the time we fall for it, right? Yeah. Where, where it's like, you know, like we're going to be talking about freedom of speech and we'll we'll talk about some of the, the reach stuff that happened after 9-11 and the FISA mm -hmm. and all that. And now it's just being weaponized against American citizens. And it, it, it's like we, you start, you know, the, the path to hell is paved with good intentions. And that's what happens with this stuff. You know, um, before before we bring on, I guess there's a video that I wanted to show you um, real quick, and this is this was one of our callers had talked about it briefly, but um, when I saw it, I was like, "This is nuts." That a migrant camp in New York City isn't it? in in New York. Look at the okay. cops, man! They're not even. They're look. They're out, like a school teacher. They're outnumbered. Those cop, those cops are outnumbered. Every person throwing something to be removed from the country today. One of the reasons why I wanted to show that is because while I was watching it and I was thinking about it, we've been hearing about the fights and stuff against the, the, the New York police. And, you know, we see people leaving New York and stuff. So the only, the only conclusion that I can come to with this is that when this gets out, it's going to happen everywhere very quickly. And blue cities are are bad. I mean, you look at, you look, that doesn't look like, if you go back 20 years, that doesn't look like a group of New York Police Department. It looks like a lot of people left. Like the, the basic uh, cop is not, no longer the, uh, I don't know how I'm trying to say this. It's It doesn't look like the same police department because these blue cities don't have their cops back. Right. I mean, I'll tell you that there, thousands of people have left NYPD. Some of them, Many of them before retirement age. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're just well, how they're many, bailing out, man. They're going to the suburbs. And this is the problem with these illegal immigrants. They come in the country illegally, so they already don't respect our laws. And then they see the laws not being enforced, like those guys that beat up the cops that got let out. You continue to reinforce the behavior that you can do anything you want and we're not going to hold you accountable. I mean, they're just responding to what we're teaching them, you know? That's right. It's like if you yeah. let your dog shit on the floor, your dog's going to keep shitting on the floor. It's, it's like that apart that luxury apartment building that the, uh, she was talking about. There's 3,000 units in that building. Yeah. Right. That's a yeah. lot of freaking illegals. 
Yeah. And no, and, and, and I'm not being racist, but I've, I've been in those hotels up there in New York. They're very small. You're talking like maybe eight, nine people in there at the same time. Yep. yep. Three okay. generations. Families, man. Yeah. You're talking about families. Uh, like, uh, coming in on the show is coming a friend in, of the huh? show. And um, his name is Dan Schneider. He's uh, working over at MRC and also um, uh, uh, Free Speech America, too. That's supposed to be an N right there. Yeah. Um, we met when he was at CPAC. As a matter of fact, he handed me my Blogger of the Year award, as a matter of fact, um, which was a surprise. But, it, you know, it capped off. Man, those are some good times, Hutch, man. <laughs> That's all good. You should have seen him, J-Rob. You should have seen him. He's up on the stage, right? And he looks around. He's like, oh, I guess you people don't recognize me. So he grabbed his sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> he was gangster. <laughs> yeah, we were different back in the day. We were different back there. Yeah, we sure were. We, we, yeah. Pro probably... Probably the only person in CPAC history that wore sunglasses on the stage. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But um, I, I, I saved a guy there that year. Yes, you did. How'd you, you went, save a guy? He, oh, he saved a guy. The guy, the guy was walking over to the radio booth, and we were talking, waiting for our next guest. And the guy, he was an older guy. He looked like he was struggling, but he wasn't struggling. But he looked like he was struggling. I thought and he was like. And Hunter's like, yeah, you know, and and um, the, the White House and this. Wait, what's going on? Wait, wait, wait. He's doing. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it was on YouTube. The guy. <laughs> he dropped something. The guy had dropped something to pick it up. <laughs> I thought he was having a heart attack or something. <laughs> he was like, wait, 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 wait. And we were like, wait, oh, no, no, Hutch, Hutch. Oh, my God. Oh. You should have seen what just happened, man. Four balloons just came up in front of you. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. <laughs> ah, there we go. Fireworks. I got it. Let me, um, let me uh, um, bring Mr. Dan Schneider on. But let me play a video. Um, the video caught my eye, and that's, and that's why I wanted to talk to him. Because it's a very serious situation when it comes to the uh, suppression and uh, the uh, uh, the 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 tactics that big media is uh, taking on with um, taking on conservative media. We've been warning you: artificial intelligence is going to be suppressing your speech. The day has arrived. Chat GPT is officially putting its thumb, its elbow, its entire arm on the scale to try to get you to read the New York Times, the Washington Post, and all the other left-wing outlets at the expense of conservative media. We asked ChatGPT4 two basic questions. What's the most reliable outlets and what are the least reliable outlets? You can imagine what the answer is. Well, the most recent version of ChatGPT4, we asked the same question. What are the least reliable outlets? And we were amazed. ChatGPT4 is now directing users to go to the most radicalized left-wing media ratings firms around to find the answer out. That's NewsGuard and Adfontes.
Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you our friend of the show, Mr. Dan Schneider. What's up, D? What's going hey, on? This is a really important topic. It's a serious one. But before we get to it, <laughs> I've got to I've got to disclose something because apparently the great Wayne Dupree has been only telling half the story about when I gave him that you know oh. one of the most prestigious awards <laughs> at CPAC a few years ago. I don't think you guys know what happened. Uh -oh. I had, we we had we had told Wayne, hey, we got the special seat for you in in the premium seating area. Please yep. be our special guest. We had him sitting there. And yep. you know, he was kind of busy. I think he wanted to go get lunch or something. And yeah. and, and we were broadcasting. Yeah, and uh and we had somebody on stage who was go going a little long, and I kept on telling my comms director, Ian Walters, just yeah. keep him there. Just keep him there. Yeah. And yeah. Wayne Dupree, who's just about to get the most prestigious award we had to give, was pissed. He wanted to go. <laughs> and having trying to get him to, to delay, to wait, so that we could surprise him with this big award on stage. You know, it was hard to honor him <laughs> as, the, as the blogger of the year worldwide. And all he was doing is sulking. But we got him up there. We take food really serious around here, Dan. No, no, we no, we were we were um uh it was a it was a big it was a big um interview that was coming. It might have been Alan West or whatnot. And I you know you, you know you're gonna be interviewing with Wayne Dupree and stuff. Come on in. And all of a sudden the people came like Wayne, um, they need you on the who? <laughs> Who needs me? Uh, we need to walk you back. Come on. Okay, yeah, I'll go. I'll go. And I'm sitting up there with Greta Van Sestrum and, 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 and all that stuff. I'm like, for this? Everybody that Wayne beat out. You know, it's 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 a it's a surprise award. You know, and it's meant to be yeah. a surprise award. And and yeah. he's sitting there with everybody he beat out for, to to be the winner, and he's just sulking <laughs> <laughs> until he's called up on stage. And then he had great. Yeah, I was an angry. You want a sandwich? Like, Come on. I like for this. I mean, you know, they got the they got those good sandwiches at CPAC too. The roast beef. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Well, they used to. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Mister Dan, listen. Um, as you know, uh, um, for the last couple of years, you have been working tirelessly to to explain to anybody and everybody that will listen the the perils of censorship, what these companies are trying to do yeah. with uh, with our websites, with our with our way of living. You even know you contacted me. And told me that you know that your website is included with all the other websites that uh, th that um, they are going after to target. So, um, speak to our audience. Let them know what you're all about and uh, why you are doing this. Yeah. So, look, th these big tech giants. We know them by the names Google and Facebook, Meta, you know, Instagram, YouTube, all the stuff, and we use their products. We see their stuff. Google Maps is convenient. Gmail is out there, all that stuff. But what people oftentimes don't appreciate is how these big tech platforms are trying to change the world. They've, they've loved the power that they've got, and now they're trying to radicalize the whole world, and they do it in the, the worst possible ways. So if you're Wayne Dupree, 
they're content to let Wayne live, to survive, as long as he's not communicating his ideas to the American public. Once they understand that Wayne is an effective communicator, they're going to try to take him out. So they use these, these ratings firms like NewsGuard and Advantes to tell companies don't advertise on Wayne, Wayne's yeah. show, because we've got to drive him out of business. Yeah. And, and it's, it's true across the board for conservative mm-hmm. media outlets, you know, NewsGuard, Advantes, Wikipedia even, they're out there telling advertisers, Wayne is unreliable. He is, yeah. he is, yeah. And if you put, if you put money onto his site, you know, your customers are, are going to be scared away from your product. So all these advertising agencies and ad placement firms, they, they use NewsGuard Advantes to destroy the Wayne Dupree show. And that's true across all conservative media outlets. Uh, and we've done lots of studies to show how Advantes works and how NewsGuard works. We're going to be releasing a big Wikipedia story soon. Um, but, but now we've discovered that ChatGPT is is utilizing these left-wing media ratings firms for its results. So when you when you ask ChatGPT what's the most reliable media outlets out there, you can imagine it's the New York Times, it's NPR, it's PBS, the Washington Post, every media outlet that's terrible, they're the ones that ChatGPT is, is directing you to. And then they're telling everybody that, you know, the shows like Wayne Dupree and outlets like uh, Heritage's found, Heritage Foundation's Daily Signal or Daily mm-hmm. Wire or you know, Newsbusters or Townhall.com, all of those, that they are unreliable and not to be trusted. Don't advertise there. Don't get your media there. Dan, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Hutch Bailey Jr. Um, you've noticed recently uh, with the Harvard situation and the, the attack on Israel by Hamas, uh, a larger percentage of Americans, especially young, than ever before that are supporting uh, Hamas and jihad-type activities like that and against Israel. You wrote a, a piece, an op-ed in the New York Post a while back. Yeah. Uh, what would you think would happen if you use Google's chat or AI chatbot and ask them, hey, what's Hamas or what's Israel? Uh, this is even deeper than just conservative media, sir. Yeah, that's right. It, because they're trying to change society. They're try, trying to change the world. So that's right. Right after the Hamas attack on Israel, I just went on to, to Google's uh, AR, AI program and uh, asked a few questions. Uh, if I asked, you know, when I asked uh, Google's, uh, you know, what, what, what's the capital of all kinds of countries. They could tell me the capital of the United States, the capital of Russia, the capital of, of Venezuela, but they, but it would not tell me what the capital of Israel is. Mm. But it would tell me what the capitals of the four countries bordering Israel. But, but when I asked, what's the capital of Israel, it simply said, well, gee, I'm a large language model. I don't have the capacity or the capability of answering that. And when I asked, well, what is Jerusalem? Like, I'm sorry, I don't have the capability of answering that question. Similarly, Hamas. What is Hamas? Google could tell me what the the Irish Republican Army is. It could tell me what Black Lives Matter is. It could tell me all kinds of organizations. But it could not tell me what Hamas is, even though 
the whole world knows what Hamas is. But Google specifically designed its program not to be able to tell users what Hamas is, what the capital of Israel is, uh, but it could tell everybody in the world where the bomb shelters are in Israel. That's exactly what Hamas wanted to know. Where are yeah. those bomb shelters? Google yeah. allowed that, but not anything else. You know, Dan, your work is so important, and especially as we gear up for the election, I think one of the more interesting things coming out of the last election was how big tech and specifically, like people don't talk enough about Google, but everything on the internet directly or indirectly runs through Google. So can you explain to the audience, I, I saw you do a little little work on this post-2020, kind of how they manipulate the search results or the traffic to help to actually influence activities people take. Yeah. So there's a, a PhD researcher out of Harvard who uh, has done the, the work to show that in the last presidential election, Google manipulated anywhere from six to eight million votes nationwide for Joe Biden. This researcher is a Democrat. He, he confesses he voted for Hillary Clinton. But he is very nervous that, that big tech, especially Google, is swaying elections. Six to eight million votes. Now, we did our own little studies again on Google uh, before the <laughs> previous four Republican presidential debates. Now, I mean, this is shocking. This is almost unbelievable. But you can do it right now. I'm sure you'll get the same results that we previously did before each of these Republican presidential debates. We asked Google two big questions. You know, we just simply asked, you know, uh, Democrat presidential campaign websites, and then separately, Republican presidential campaign websites. For the Democrats, the first search result that Google gave us was Joe Biden, his campaign website. And then oddly enough, Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders' old campaign websites showed up. So did Marianne Williamson. <laughs> but... But Google did not give us the campaign website of RFK Jr., who was the single biggest mm. threat to Biden's re-election. Mm. Okay, that's, but, but here's the even more shocking result. When we asked for Republican presidential campaign websites, Google gave us only two search results. Marianne Williamson again. And, and the only other campaign website they gave us was the guy polling at 0% nationwide, Will Hurd. Google did not give us the campaign website for for Donald Trump, for Vivek Ramaswamy, for Ron DeSantis, for Nikki Haley, none of the other Republicans. Wow. This has held true for each for the whole period of these presidential uh, debates. Google does not apologize for it. This but it does show how you know, one of the ways Google is suppressing information about Republicans uh, on its Google News site, uh, it, but it links to, to articles about Trump. 100% of the articles about Trump are negative. 0% yep. of the articles are negative about Biden. Uh, and it's across several issues. Google is silently attacking our electoral system. It's clear when Facebook censors or when YouTube censors, you get the notes, everybody knows it. But when Google does it, it's very slippery and sinister and much more effective. You know, uh, you, you speak about Google and uh, I know when I'm looking up certain subjects about trending stories or whatnot, 
And the first thing I see, well, the first 10, first 15, first, 20, first 30 yeah. are all liberal websites. You can't, I mean, you don't even see the, well, you don't even, even see the top crop, cream of the crop conservative sites within the first right. 15 to 30. You, you don't see it. But um, with this, how do we, how does our side, uh, quote, fight, fight back? back. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, because the people that are in charge right now, you would think the House would do something. You know, before they got elected a few years ago, we were saying Section 230, Section 230. Exactly. Now they're in charge or whatnot. Well, well, they don't have the numbers as big as they used to. But when they did have the numbers, they didn't do anything about Section 230. So what are we supposed to do? Yeah. Well, let me give you a few answers. For your viewers right now, one thing they can do, a very practical thing they can do, is stop using the Google search engine. If you, it, now, Bing and DuckDuckGo are run by liberals, too. No, really? That's not the perfect answer. But you'll get better search results on Bing and DuckDuckGo than you do on Google. The actual conservative search engine is called Tusk. You'll you'll get fair answers on Tusk, uh, but Bing and DuckDuckGo are much better alternatives than Google. Uh, now, on Monday, in less than a week, the U.S. Supreme Court is going to hear two cases, similar cases. One uh, that the big tech. Uh, is challenging the, a Texas law, and another big tech is t challenging a Florida law. Those two cases are going to be the single biggest free speech First Amendment cases in well over half a century. Mm -hmm. uh, so w we can hope that the Supreme Court's going to get this right. Now, Clarence Thomas has been beating this drum for a long time. Uh, so we can let's pray that the majority goes with Clarence Thomas on these cases. Uh, yeah, of course, he is one of the greatest living uh, justices, one of the greatest jurists in, in you know, of our time. Um, but there are other things that can go on. Wayne, you're exactly right. The House has done nothing on reforming the law. It's referred to as Section 230. Um, and. You know, Kathy Morris Rogers has been the chairman of the Co Energy and Commerce Committee. Mm -hmm. That legislation has to originate in her committee. Mm. She has been very focused on child protection. TikTok. She has not introduced any reform legislation on Section 230. Right. And uh, that's been a big disappointment to me. But she has announced that she's retiring. So oh. uh, you know, next Congress, we got to make sure that we've got a good chairman of that committee who will take on big tech and, and fight against big tech uh, censorship of our, of our speech and, and address artificial intelligence as well. It's her committee that has primary jurisdiction over AI too. And AI is being weaponized right now against conservatives and it all has to stop. We've got to protect our rights. I, I agree. And you know, it, it's, it's interesting right before you came on, uh, we were discussing the different tenets of RICO uh, prosecutions and that Google screams out for a RICO uh, prosecution with all these things going on. I want to, I want to lighten it up just a little bit, Dan. We like to do this on this show from time okay. to time. Are we going to pick on Wayne again? I hope so. <laughs> no, yes! no, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to let you speak about your athletic prowess uh, <laughs> and, 
1988, you were in the Himalayas, sir. Oh, in a base camp of Annapurna. Explain what happened. Uh, yeah, well, I was living in Asia back then, and and uh, I, I I thought you were going to talk about my running. I was actually a pretty decent runner back then. I was. I'm talking Guinness Book of World Records. Well, yeah. So so mm. uh, if you all remember the name Jim Ryan. He had been on the cover of Sports Illustrated six or seven times, broke multiple world records at the 800 meters, 1500 meters a mile. Uh, he was a teammate of mine. He was a bit older, but he he uh, gave me a five iron. And when I traveled around the world, I took that five iron and I found myself hiking in the Himalaya. I actually got to the second base camp of the third highest mountain in the world. And I pulled out a golf ball and I whacked that ball up in the, to a glacier. I didn't realize, but at that moment, Yes, indeed. I finally broke the world record that had had been uh, had eluded me for all that uh, all those years, and I I hit a golf ball at a higher elevation than anybody else on the planet at that point. Get out! <laughs> I, did he, uh, I did not. I didn't know we had a Guinness Book world record. Well, yeah. so I contacted Guinness after I discovered that I broke it, and they said, "Sorry, you had to have." You had to have an observer there record that you had done it. And I had pictures and I said, sorry, not good enough. So, no, I was never recognized by Guinness. Oh, never okay. recognized. Still better than this day. started out of it. In my heart, I knew I was the Wayne Dupree of high Wayne's going to Wayne's going to give you an award. <laughs> and I'm going to right, be Dan. upset about it. Oh my god. Right, I got to ask if we put you in charge of redoing section 230. Yeah. Yeah. Um so one of the things we talk about on the show like the Patriot Act was a good idea and now it's just being weaponized against the American people. And 230, I've been dying to ask somebody who really knows how do we do it? How do we restructure it so that it doesn't come back to bite us in the ass 5 years from now? You know, the answer is actually very simple and clear. Okay. Let's see if I can make the answer clear. But it's this, the law of the land for hundreds of years, literally hundreds of years, about what's, called, what's referred to as common carriers. Common carriers include big public utilities like, like uh, electrical companies, electric companies, it also includes things like telephone companies. These are private companies, cable companies. A common carrier is a company that provides a service to the public that is available to all. Just like Facebook and Google, they're, they're, they're common carriers. And the rule has always been, except for one exception, the rule has always been that common carriers cannot deny service to anybody. And then as a consequence, they're not held liable when somebody does something wrong using that service. So like a terrorist can pick up a phone using an AT&T line or Verizon line, calls in a bomb scare, but AT&T is not held liable for it. It's a common carrier. They can't deny service. Uh, everybody's got to be able to have access to it. The, the one exception for a time, the Supreme Court stupidly held that a railroad company could, in fact, deny uh you know, in the Plessy versus Ferguson case, could deny a black man from being able to buy a ticket. That's the only exception the Supreme Court ever gave. And of course, Plessy versus Ferguson was one of the worst decided cases ever, and it was quickly overturned. Well, these big tech platforms want to resurrect the Plessy versus Ferguson case and say, no, we should be allowed 
even though we're common carriers, we should be allowed to discriminate against people and deny service to some people just because we want to. Let's not go back to the Plessy versus Ferguson era where big corporations are allowed to discriminate. Let's allow individuals to have access to these big uh, providers of, of services like, like over the Internet. It, it, we just need to go back to what has always been recognized under the law. That's, that's all. It's, it's, it's that simple. Now, if you're not so big that you're a, that you're a common carrier, mm-hmm. okay, well, maybe you've got more flexibility. So the, there is draft legislation on Section 230 that basically says, look, if you're really big, if you provide a service to more than a certain number of people or you've got revenues exceeding a certain amount, then you got to allow people to have access to it. If you're smaller, then you're no longer a common carrier and uh, you're not going to be held to that same standard. It, it, it's that simple. I, is that simple? Is that clear? Maybe not. Yeah, essentially get rid of the 230 exception unless you're over a certain size well t- you, you let 230 exist but you can't discriminate see right now right. these big tech companies they want it both ways they right. want to be able to provide a service and make lots of money but also discriminate you can't provide service to the broad public but then discriminate against a few of us you've got to right. you've got to open it up to everybody love it thank you Dan, before before I let you go, why don't you tell our audience about um, MRC and Free Speech America and how they can support you and, and, and how they can reach out. And if they have any more questions about um, uh, 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 the topics that they heard here today. Yeah. So uh, the Media Research Center, MRC, Brent Bozell founded it back in the 80s you know he's the he's the uh the nephew of william f buckley jr and 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 the son of brent bozell the second and you know he grew up and was and worked in that sort of rush limbaugh era and Mm -hmm. he was trying to he founded the mrc to show that the media was biased you know job well done everybody now knows the media is biased so a few Mm -hmm. years ago he expanded mrc's work to focus on big tech as well so i focus on that side of the ledger trying to push back on big tech censorship of us. Uh, but MRC also has Newsbusters. That, that's, that's where we put most of our stories up online about media censorship and big tech censorship. We do some other work too, but you can go to mrc.org to find out about the whole organization. Newsbusters.org gives you uh, our up-to-date information news about all the work we do. Uh, but basically, we're strong allies of Wayne Dupree. <laughs> do you have any tips for us here on the show do i have any tips well stop using google yeah you know, google is the font of all evil these big tech platforms are trying to silence us but google's the worst of them all and uh and and, and i'll just say this i know that uh, some conservatives are are upset that the new speaker of the house isn't doing enough on some issues and but i'll tell you what he is a First Amendment purist, and he fought for us in the National Defense Authorization Act to prevent DOD from continuing to discriminate against conservative sites. He believes strongly in free speech, and of course, he's been fighting on the border aggressively. So, you know, I think he's a huge improvement over what we what Republicans have seen for decades. Great. So, I, mm-hmm. I like what he's doing. Well, my friend, uh, I want to have you back on. Well, you know, you know, we're going to have you on, um, back on. And I want to um, continue to 
um, keep our con communication lines open because um, you you are one of a kind and you know we like you here on the show. So. <laughs> well, you have to give an award to Wayne Wayne before he's gonna like you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to let you go. But thank you, Dan. Thank hey, you so much. Gentlemen. Thank you. All Bye. Right. Instant coffee. Decaf. Latte. Espresso. Americano. Coffee is the second most popular beverage in the world. In United States. More than 450 million cups of coffee are consumed per day. But the top spot for coffee lovers in the world is Finland. Where according to International Coffee Organization, each person consumes an average of 12 kilograms of coffee beans per year. But where did our love for this coffee come from? Coffee grown worldwide can trace its heritage back centuries to the ancient coffee forests on the Ethiopian Plateau. Today, coffee continues to reign supreme. In fact, coffee is of such importance in human lives. No matter where these coffee come from. We can all agree that a good cup of coffee can make our day. Well, I almost did it. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Wayne Dupree, and we are live again. Let me introduce it. If this is your first time watching the show, the con conservative Godfather, I mean, uh, conservative Godfather, Godfather Conservative Radio, Ms. Hutch Bailey Jr. <laughs> What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome <laughs> to the Wayne Dupree Show. And then we got the baby of the bunch, Miss J, J. Robinson. Giddy up, everybody. Lots more news to go through. Um, what are y'all looking at right now? What's on your plate? Because Hutch is going like this. What are you looking at, man? What I'll you tell get? you. Uh, I got to rearrange these monitors. Um, I've never heard anything like this before, man. I, something our society is changing right in front of our eyes. This is out of Boston. Out of control school begs Massachusetts governor to send in the National Guard to restore order. I mean, That's wild. that is, I mean, it's i uh, I'm trying to see if it's a high school. Yeah. If high school. If it's that bad, geez. I mean, close it. You know, this is, we, we got like, like that, like that video you showed to the cops. Yeah. Did they take stun guns away from them? Did they take the tear gas away from what control the crowd? You know, New York knows how to control a crowd. Well, you remember, you remember not um, after George Floyd. You remember yeah. what happened? Well, well, before George Floyd, you remember what happened in Baltimore, Hutch? Yes, I do. The riots. 
And guess that and that DA is now in prison, if I don't if I'm not mistaken. If not, she's going. But you remember um, how she she told the police to stand down. It was the craziest thing that we've ever seen on television. And that was way before George Floyd. That's why I said it, it happened in St. Louis, too. That the camera had an overhead shot of like maybe 20, 30 police. They were going toward those kids to to break them up, to stop them from the, and the next thing you see is them backing up. And the kids getting rocks and stuff and throwing it. It, I mean, it looked like the police were helpless. That happened nationwide. Well, maybe not all of nationwide, but if you recall when the riots broke out in Pittsburgh during the same 2020 summer, they burnt down a police car and everything. And I know a cop. I talked to him personally about this. Two things happened during that thing. One, they got a guy, a guy got injured by a pipe bomb and they covered it up and said it was fireworks. The other thing was he said that we had, we have uh, horse police in Allegheny County, oh, horseback right. cops on horseback okay. and they don't, and they don't play. And they had these guys out there and what they do is like with that car burning, they isolate it. They, they put a perimeter around whoever they're going to try to arrest or stop. And as soon as that happens, they go in and snatch him. It works every time. He said that his buddies told him the first time that they'd ever heard it, they got ordered to retreat. They literally got ordered to retreat to stop uh, uh, enforcing the law. And that's how that got out of hand. That came from up above. That didn't just come from a mayor. That came from higher than that because it happened in other cities as well. And you, you're right. I, I didn't even think about that. Well, I did, but... You know, look, New York, if you want if you want to end this, you got to get rid of your freaking mayor and your governor. That's the only way it's going to happen. He's still giving them $10,000 a piece on credit cards. I thought that the mayor had well, I didn't think he had changed though. But I thought because he had been calling out Biden and calling out Biden and stuff like that, so, no, so and then they say then they <laughs> sick the FBI on him. Right. Yeah, cuz you don't see him doing it anymore. But I was going to say my, my fun that I've been going down rabbit hole in is so we talk about the border borders, bad, all these illegals coming in. But when you start digging into the damage that's happening to these cities that they're going to. So, so basically, and Laura Loomer's doing a great thing. She's actually like South of the border right now. If you're following her and these people down there saying like, go to America for free stuff. And so people are coming for the free stuff. So then when they get here, they want to go to the cities with the most free stuff. I mean, wouldn't you? Like, if, if you're getting invited to a country be, for the free stuff, like, hey, here you go. And they're kind of helping pay your way there. And these cities that have programs they set up, I, I mean, and you hear about the big ones like New York, but there are cities all over America, the sanctuary cities. There's like 200 of them. And they set up these ridiculous programs in 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 Maine, we had talked about it. They're actually paying people to house immigrants in their house. And then they are letting them exchange it for work where they're saying like, you can assign them like tasks. And this is like in the local legislature. And you go on the website, you can read it. And you're like, this is like indentured servitude. I, I want to I cause some controversy if I may. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was taught, I was always, when I was taught about the, the, the camps 
I forget what they call them, the camps that we have for the internment camps that we have for the Japanese Americans right. during World War II. I was I was always on the on the other side of that argument. I didn't think that was a bad thing. I thought that was a necessary thing. Okay. And I'll tell you, I, I'm starting to think that now. What are we going to do if we prevail in the national elections? What are we going to do on the next day? We got to set those camps up. We have to set up a living area so we can isolate these illegal invaders. And we're going to have to have a little bit of a strong gut to do it. I mean, I don't know if you guys agree with that, but I don't know. I'm about solutions. And I want this country clear to these people. I do. And I, there's people that say it can't be done. That's not true. It can be done. So I, I'm just I'm, I'm just putting that out there for discussion. In camps, huh? Be well, be careful. Be careful about that because the Dems have turned those camps right on us. And, um, you know, they've already been talking about that anyway. They've already been talking about, well, not Dems. Re-education camps. We've been doing this for a long time, by the way. I mean, the Border Patrol has been doing this for a long time. It didn't just start. When we right. got all the, when you got all the Cubans from the Marielle boat lift, they did it. When we got all the Vietnamese from the Vietnam War, they did it. I mean, they know what they're doing. Yeah, no, I, I, mean, I don't know other, any other way. I mean, you're not going to get them off the street and put them on a bus to Mexico. It's not going to work that way. Yeah, I think we just send them all to California and then build a wall on California and just not let them out. But you know what, too? I used to I used to think like that, too, and I used to put it on my Twitter stuff. But then we had conservative people in California like, wait a minute, I live here. Yeah. You know? So... I but mean, it doesn't need to necessarily be California, but I mean, these, these states that want to allow it, yeah, I mean, problem. that's the point of the United States of America. Yeah. If you want to allow this crazy, you go deal with your crazy, but don't make me deal You're with it. Here, here's how you do it. You go down, you take the 82nd Airborne, and you carve out a county in Mexico, and we take that county and put an American flag on it and put barbed wire around it and put them there. Well, within, within two years... They've outgrown it. <laughs> we gotta invade Mexico. Just take it. <laughs> you know. Oh man, <laughs> stronger border than we got now. Mexico has a southern border with Guatemala. I think that's uh, it stops people. Right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. 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 I mean, but you know what? They also had the will to stop people. We don't have the will up here to stop people. I think As we have the fact, will. I don't think the government has the will. We need to replace the government. That's what I'm right. talking about. That the government doesn't have the will to stop people. And and there ought to be a new requirement. Migrants from all around the world, Africans, Chinese, uh, men from Turkey that are watching these migrants come down. Some of them are on their phones. Some of them are making phone calls. Some of them are recording. Um, it's just a bizarre scene out here. There are only two single Border Patrol agents here uh, waiting Christ. to process this group. We have Dude. not seen a whole lot of Border Patrol out here uh, all day long. But, Martha, you said it off the top. Texas has locked down. So a lot of this illegal traffic is now moving to the west, to, to blue states like California. California, like Arizona. Here in California, uh, there is no resistance. There's no razor wire. There's no National Guard. There's no shipping containers. Uh, it is a sanctuary state. Uh, Arizona, no resistance as well. But this is just a bizarre scene uh, as we continue to watch. You heard that right, Arizona. Like I said, Arizona. It, they, they had, I mean. The cartels only, run Arizona. Not only have right. they tried to turn Arizona Blue, 
they 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 are literally doing or making it um, uh, California South. They are literally making it California South. Um, These migrants uh, from really all around the world scaling this mountain. Not only that, we got this. And over the weekend, Fox cameras witnessed hundreds of Chinese nationals crossing illegally here in Hakumba. Again, most of them single adults, very few, if any, with little children with them. John and Sandra, this is not normal. These numbers are shooting through the roof when it comes to the Chinese. Just to put it in perspective, look at this stunning graphic. CBP sources telling Fox News in the last four and a half months since October 1st, there have been more than 20,000 Chinese nationals encountered at our southern border. That is is up more than 4,000% over all of fiscal year 2021 when there were just 450 Chinese nationals encounter. And keep in mind, we still have almost eight months left in fiscal year 2024 to go. <laughs> I, I need to go to another country. There's That's nothing true. left. There's nothing left. We got to fight for this one. Yeah, we're the... It's here nowhere, you know. Yeah, there's no, there's no, this is it. I mean, they've got people. I, I'm, there's got to be a free island somewhere. <laughs> there's got to be a free island somewhere, man. Wherever Hutch moves to, we'll set up the compound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You ain't, ain't going to know where I'm going. Well, well, I mean, look, look. We, know about, we know about the hills. So we can, you know, we can I, hang up and. I got to get out of this state. I'm watching my taxes, man. I can't afford it. You know, it's funny. That's what I was going to say. At what point do Americans just stop paying taxes? You know, I'm from Minnesota. I pay 3500 in property tax. You know, I pay 10% of income tax. You know, you pay 20-some percent to the federal government. You pay, you're self-employed. You pay 12% to Social Security that's going to be bankrupt. Literally, like forty percent of your money goes to people, and it's and it would be one thing if it's helping to build roads or right, right, you know that right, kind of stuff. Right. But I'm yeah. sorry, you folks from Mexico or China, where the hell you're coming from? Like, stay there, you know. Yeah. Or if you're gonna come here, come be like us and say, no, 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 get the hell out. Right. No, not not come here. We can't afford anybody else, man. Thirty trillion zero gates closed. You're out. But that's what I mean. There was a time in America where when people wanted to come, they actually paid to come to America and had to demonstrate that they would contribute to America. These were the immigration laws. And now they come in and day one, they're on welfare. We don't even have Ellis Island. We don't even medically screen them. We make our own people take a jab that kills them, wear these masks all over. We stop the education of our children and we let these freaking peasants in with nothing. And I saw on Instagram, I was just going through some of these like on the ground reporting stuff. This guy was interviewing this Hispanic dude who's, who has his little baby who says she was born in America. This is my ATM card. That This is my gold mine. And he said, I've been living here for a year. They pay for my hotel. They put they give me three meals a day. Wow. They uh, They pay for all her medical. I get diapers and stuff. All because America is going to pay for this baby, and she's an American citizen, so they can't kick me out. Unbelievable! You know they caught a couple Syrians. They caught a couple Syrians at the border the other day wearing special forces equipment. What? Yep. Fashion, not not like web belts, but stuff that special forces people wear. Wow. 
Where uh, You better have a rifle, folks. I'm telling you. Here's another report. Take a look at this video we shot earlier this morning here in Hakumba. After the sun came up, dozens of illegal immigrants from all around the world were gathered up waiting for Border Patrol to process them. Some from China, others from Turkey, others from Middle Eastern countries, most yeah. of them adults from all around the world. Uh, try talking with some of them. Here's what some of them had to say. Where are you guys from? Turkey. Turkey. Where are you guys from? De donde son? Ecuador. Where are you guys from? China. 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 What city in the U.S. do you want to go to? Uh, 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 Los Angeles. Los Angeles. L.A.? Los Angeles. Okay. Man. Jesus. What's funny, too, is the elites want these government-dependent folks in here because it's just going to be cheap labor for them. They think I they mean, do. It's going I mean, to, the end result is not going to be anything anybody is wants. New York. Is New York right now. That's right. the end result. Because uh, them trying to get rid of the police, which which now I see um, ties in. No wonder they want to get rid of the police. No wonder they wanted to defund the police so that there wouldn't be any law enforcement to 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 um, to to hold off or fend off all of these people that they're allowing in. That's why they wanted to um, defund the police. And that's what they have up there in New York. You, you saw that, you saw that video again with, um, where is it again? It looked like, it looked like somebody got a chair right, right to the face. Just as soon as you started. Yeah. Well, look at those police officers, too. That's not the best and brightest. No, no, it's not. Back in the day. Back in the day, go ahead. Back in the day, that lady that got hit in the face with the chair would have chased that guy down to the end of the earth. She'd have chased her down and beat the shit out of him right in the camera. Right. But... With with all, I mean, you see how long back. you saw how long that thing is. All those people that are in there, they get that's almost like a prison. That's almost like a prison type of thing because you know, in prisons, the the guards are outnumbered, the police are outnumbered in there. God, takes four of them. Right. Takes four of them to get one guy. Right to get one down, and and they almost broke his arm off. And people in the crowd are throwing shit at him. Yeah. So y'all are on American soil. Some dude's I, breaking the law. Can I suggest the Remington food. the Remington 870 12 gauge would be in order right about now? Yep. Stop all that. Now you got to have mall cops wearing masks. Did you see New York's got a dance team now, the NYPD? Yeah, I think I think Zelensky's trying to try out for it. Right, you're you're crazy. <laughs> um, wow. And then instead of instead of Congress taking up this situation, you know what? That that's why I say you got to shut down the goddamn Congress, man. They aren't doing nothing. They aren't doing nothing. Their job. They aren't doing. 
protect, no, um, uh, uh, provide for a common defense, promote general. They aren't doing nothing. You talk about the cops. Look at what they're trying to do with the military. They want them all in Ukraine. They want the military all over in the Middle East, so there's nothing here. As That's trans- funny. Terry just said that. No military to defend us. Yeah. Fact check as, true. As as transsexuals, but 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 <laughs> then you, but then you have, uh, with everything. That you, I, am I lying? Am I lying? I mean, I mean, the military is paying for the surgeries. Come on. And then, just like you said last year, not only are they paying for the surgeries, they got to pay for the pills. For the rest of their life. For the rest of their life. They're going to have three uniforms next. You three they have male, female, and everybody else. You know, I'll tell you, and you look at what's happening with the whole West, not just the United States. I heard that they didn't the Houthis sink a British ship the other day. Yes. yes. What, what, what do they got? Like two left? <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 was that was big too. But the reason why I brought that up about Congress, then you had Nancy. I mean, instead of them worrying about the border and looking at New York cops feeling for the two or three that are looking out for all those immigrants and stuff, this is what Nancy Pelosi is talking about. Probably the richest person in the world. Probably the richest person in the world. Forget all these ratings that people have. The richest person in the world. He's also the most, well, not the most evil, stiff competition for that honor, but nonetheless uh, among the top three or four most evil people in the world. What does he have on Donald Trump that he have to constantly be catering to Putin? Telling Putin, go into these countries, NATO countries. NATO was there to stop Russia, to keep Russia out. They no, have been successful for nearly 75 years. We will celebrate that uh, security. Not true, Nancy. Sorry, toots. NATO was set up to descend against the, defend against the Warsaw Pact, which was much many, many more countries than just Russia. <laughs> I love Jen Psaki's face in that, where she's just like, mm-hmm, you tell him, girlfriend. And that's the and thing. It, don't worry, the people that are watching are stupid. They won't know what the hell you're talking about. Just go ahead. You go, girl. I was going to say, that's what drives me bananas. People watch that and think that's news and actual reporting. They think Vladimir Putin is the biggest danger America faces today. It's not. He's not even top 10. He's not an ally, but he's certainly not as big of a threat as they make him out to be. You look how he played Tucker Carlson. I mean, he went out there. He played him like a freaking gangster. All he right. did that Did that That's interview. Probably. Had everybody all, but including myself, impressed about the history. And the next day, he whacked that dude in prison. Right. Right. And, and, and I mean, it's like, um, I didn't watch it, but I watched different clips. But one of the clips that really got me was when he I, because I don't know that much about Tucker in the in his history of him growing up. I never knew that he tried out for the CIA and didn't get in. I didn't know that. Putin did. Of course he, he did. KGB right. Putin did. Okay. I was like, but dude, you, you I mean, know, the thing is that we got to be a kid up to this guy right here. 
This, I mean, this guy knows everything. And 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 I, and honestly, everything that Putin was saying, he wasn't talking to uh, Tucker. He was talking to everybody else. No, that's because, true. Because he knew everybody was going to be watching it. So he got out his talking points. You know. I still, I'll tell you, I still believe a lot of the things he says. I mean, he said some really good stuff that needed to be said. Like one of the biggest mistakes that the United States government has ever made was using its currency as a weapon. And that's a freaking truth. That's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he's not our, he's not our friend. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And and to Tucker's credit, he kept his mouth shut and let Putin talk. Right. Right. Well, and I, I mean, here's the, here's the reality folks. There are how many hundreds of countries around the world. And very few of them are really our friends. Like we give people yeah. money, right? We give people money to buy their friendship. We but give the crazy. enemy money. We give we the enemy, enemy, enemy money. It's crazy. And, and there's hundreds of countries out there that are run by really awful people doing really awful <laughs> things. And, and this is one of them. Yeah. And this is one of them. And, <laughs> and at some point America has got to come first. We can't, you know, we talk about the grab, the, the oxygen mask yourself first. The country is being lost and destroyed by our by people like Nancy Pelosi. That's right. That's right. I mean, you know, you have that Nalvani situation and people crying crocodile tears about that. What about the freaking people that committed suicide in the gulags in January 6th? What about all those people? What makes us any better than him? And this just said nobody knew who the hell Nalvani was. Hell no. Until until he got assassinated. Nobody cared. And probably what the guy, they, they call him the Trump of Russia. Right. I mean, that's what reports are over there. My guess is he probably worked for the CIA and got caught. Right. And and here's what's funny is everybody all of a sudden cares about this guy. Right. When, like Hutch said, thousand, they're going to arrest one January 6th a day. So in, in 2023 and in 2024, that's what the pace is. This is years after January 6th. They They arrested a guy yesterday in Oregon. Right. But I mean, every day they're averaging arresting one January 6th or a year. How many people have been arrested from the Epstein client list? Right. (laughs) How many, how many Congress people have been arrested that have served in Congress in the last 20 years? How many of those been arrested? Ain't none of them committed no crimes. Really? Really? Right. Yep. Um, our opening, our opening um, experience today, and coming back next week, uh, talk to his people. But coming back next week is our lawyer in our lawyer in oh. chief. Uh, y'all know who I'm talking about. Um, our 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 lawyer in chief is. Uh, I'm terrible with names, Wayne. You know, me Jim Perry Mason. Jim, yeah. Uh, Jim Bankman? Jim Parton. Jim Parton. Parton. Yeah. Jeez. He'll be back. Um, our friend, our mutual friend, is the one that got picked up by the FBI. And um, he's been that diesel thing that you were talking about. Diesel therapy. And he even said diesel therapy. I was like, well, God darn, Hutch said that today on, on the show. You know? Uh, but, yeah, uh, Jim is going to be here and he loves being on the show and with everything that's going on court wise and whatnot, why not bring on a winning lawyer (laughs) 
to uh to to um, break things down but yeah he's he's um we haven't had him on for a few months now but i, I was thinking about that last night and i finally got the number to to reach out and talk to his law firm so he's um he's happy to oh nice come back so yeah he misses he misses the show he was damn sure missed the show okay with that said tomorrow's hump day you got two more days before the weekend um whatever you do i i think it's warming up but i don't know because i also saw lower temperatures later on in at the end of the week so i don't know we're heading toward the end anyway yeah yeah we're heading to an end minnesota's last 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 sunset before 6 p.m yesterday Mm. was it that's what my wife told me last sunset before six like it was 558 last night everyone going forward is going to be after six okay all right look look for the robins outside and didn't both of y'all tell me that y'all had electronic lawnmowers i do i do yeah Okay, I'm, I'm definitely afra- deathly afraid of it though. <laughs> I'm not, I keep it. I keep it outside. I may as well think about getting one. They're yeah. so expensive though, man. Oh, is it? Well, four, five, it. four, five hundred. You yeah, know, we I, just bought ours last year. Jen wanted one to mow the front yard for exercise, and she didn't like the gas ones. We've had it a year. It wasn't that expensive. It was about the same price as an electric. And it works really slick. Like, I don't know how long it'll work. We don't have a huge yard we use it for because I use the riding more in the backyard. But for the front yard, it's, yeah, it's awesome. Mine's self-propelled, so I had to get a bigger battery. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, Jay, give me a last thought. Hutch, give me a last thought, and, and we are out. Uh, well, hey, just a couple things. Sounds like Nikki Haley had her thing saying she's not dropping out. So I'll that was when it. the show was running on. So this Saturday... South Carolina primary. We'll have to get our guesses in on Thursday for what percent she gets and and what none of the above gets. Uh, but it's it's uh yeah it's pretty crazy with that. And then on on things to keep an eye on, this spending for Ukraine is wild. And Johnson kicked the house out for two weeks, and when he comes back, it's right around the first, which is when the funding stuff runs out the continuing resolution. So I'm just going to watch this evolve because I think when the house gets back, they've just got a short window to get either a continuing resolution or something, but I have never seen Washington so mobilized to give money to somebody. And there's so many people, and there's so many people leaving the house that, you know, there's kickbacks on the backside, but Mm -hmm. these people are freaking the hell out that they're not going to get this money to Ukraine. And, mm-hmm. and so Johnson kit, shutting down the house for two weeks is actually brilliant because everybody's freaking panicking. You just got to watch what his motives are. I'm, I'm not fully, right. I'm not fully trusting in him yet. It'd be nice to see something good happen, but man, something good hasn't happened out of that place in a long time. Right. Uh, th- these guys are all panicking because it's money for themselves. Uh, just a, a point. And um, we get nervous when, uh, all these people are leaving Congress, but Matt Gates came out with a, a tweet or something. I don't know what it was, but basically said the only way that we're ever going to get control back of this body for make America great people for America first people is to get rid of these people that are leaving. Yeah. So I think what we should focus on instead of being worried about them leaving, we need to start being focused on getting some MAGA candidates running. 
in those districts. Let's pick up those districts and give Matt Gates and those people a little bit of backup. There you go. All right. We will see you tomorrow. God bless.